Hello Home Church. It's a pleasure to be sharing the word with you again this week. We're continuing with our value on Jesus and the value is Jesus is our message. The purpose of home is to make it easy for everyone to know Jesus. Our methods may change, but our message never will. He is the hope of the world, and that is our value. And so, in talking about Jesus today, I want to speak to us on Jesus, the ultimate vaccine. Jesus, the ultimate vaccine. Now, in making a vaccine, scientists ex- exposes, uh, or the scientists expose healthy tissue to a virus they're trying to eliminate. The healthy tissue builds up an immunity against the virus known as antibodies. The healthy tissue is then culturized into medicine. The medicine is then used as a vaccine to inoculate people and avoid being infected by the virus. So what it's saying is that they take a portion of a virus and they expose uh, healthy tissue to that in order that it will build up antibodies. And in doing so, they create a vaccine that will help to fight off that infection. It's amazing that when we look at the Word of God, we actually see Jesus doing exactly that. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. So what we're saying here is that Jesus took in himself our malfunction, our uh, disease, our sin, Remember, we had bought this on ourselves. And Jesus took our malfunction, our sin in himself in order to be able to create the necessary antidote, the antibody that would cure us of the wages of sin, which is death, that would bring us into a place where we can be immune to the works of the flesh. Remember the passage we talked about, that we put no confidence in the flesh, and this is what Jesus came to resolve once and for all. And we join him in this process where at the cross, the cross, We now identify the power that makes the whole Bible come together. That everything we learn and have read and learnt about Christ in the Bible, about God, means nothing without this. Because when Adam and Eve sinned, they had brought on themselves this malfunction, this virus, the virus of sin. And Jesus decided from before the foundations of the world that he was going to come and take in his body, use his blood to find the antidote and build and put together to generate the antibody that would then 
give us the virus, or the vaccine, I should say, against sin. It is the power that makes us alive. The Bible goes on to tell us here that in 1 Peter 2.24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. So by his wounds, we are healed. Hallelujah. So he's giving us this sense that this was a process that we understand now as the way that vaccines are made. And here we have our Lord, the, 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 the King of Kings, doing exactly that. He turned himself into the lab, took on our sin and came through with an antidote. Isaiah 53 verse 5, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah. It lets us know that the work of Christ, not only is it pivotal to the whole Bible and to our faith, but it's the only thing that has brought freedom to all of us through the power of the blood. And he tells us, therefore, in 2 Corinthians 2.17, that therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. What it means is we now have the antibodies to be immune to the temptations of the devil. We have the antibodies that says we no longer have to behave in the same old way as a slave to the flesh. We can overcome and live victorious because Jesus has created in us and for us the ultimate vaccine. And while so many things, so many vaccines work or may not work, but what we do know is that there is power in the blood of Jesus. And he tells us that all things become new through the power of his blood, that though we may be crimson, the Bible says, but he will wash us white as snow. His blood has never lost its power. I want to use a hymn today, a hymn that was written by a man called George A. Young in 1903. And the song is called God Leads Us Along. It's a hymn. And what happened to George was he had a very low income, but managed over a great deal of time to be able to build his own house and was so happy but it didn't last long because some evil people burnt down his house and it was while experiencing this tragedy that he wrote this song and I'll 
quote the first verse before I come to the course, which is really what I want us to talk about today, is that it says, in shady green pastures, so rich and so sweet, God leads his dear children along. We hear that in Psalm 23, that he leads us into green pastures, where the water's cool flow bathes the weary one's feet. Again, we hear that in Psalms, the still waters, God leads his dear children along. Some through the waters. Maybe what you are experiencing feels like an overwhelming sense of water. Some through the flood. Maybe you feel like you're drowning right now, but God has the solution. Some through the fire. We saw this with the three Hebrew boys, but they resolved in themselves not to bow. Why? Because prophetically the Bible is telling us that an antidote is coming, that there is a solution. There is one who will stand with us in the fire. But this here is what the whole of our faith hinges on. The next line says, but all through the blood. So some through the waters, some through the flood, some through the fire, but all through the blood. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ that we are made one in him. It wasn't simply that he was giving us an antidote. He was creating a, 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 the doorway that allows us to become one. All through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. All through the blood of Jesus. And the Bible tells us here that Jesus, in 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, we're told that this is the message of the Bible. Yes, there's so many things that we can talk about and so many things that we can share with the miracles and all, but the, the, the message of the gospel is Jesus and him crucified. 1 Corinthians 1.18 For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That's what the Bible tells us. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the gospel is that a, a, a man took on another sin in order to create the solution for us all to be free. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There is power and this gospel will never lose its power. And we should never get to the stage where the message of the cross becomes less than the number one central point in our lives in Christ. Because without it, everything else fades away. It is interesting that in the Gospels, Mark, Luke and John, four chapters cover the first 30 years of Jesus' life. Four chapters cover the first 30 years. 85 chapters deal with the last three and a half. So four deal with the first 30 years of his life, but 85 chapters deal with the last three and a half. 29 cover the final week of his life, but 13 deal with the final 24 hours. Why? Because the God who was creating the ultimate vaccine was taking in himself, was about to walk through this journey that would give and provide us with an antidote for sin. 
hallelujah, to provide that vaccine that would inoculate, that would literally destroy the power of sin. So the most important part when we read our Bible isn't the miracles. As great as the miracles were, it's not that. It's not the great messages, as great as they are. It is the amazing death of Christ that laid his life down for you and me and rose up in power to give us victory, power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so Paul goes on to say again in 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 2, he says in verse 2, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. It is the power of what he has done that gives us a victory on a continuous basis. And we can tap into that power. That's why Holy Communion represents that each time we take it, we show his death. We remind ourselves of that process that tells us that the ultimate king of glory came and gave us a way out, a solution. Hallelujah. An antidote to the virus of sin. Thank you, Jesus. You don't have to be a a slave to the flesh because through the power of the blood, you are set free. That cycle is broken. Every chain is broken as we plead the blood of Jesus over our lives. And so Paul goes on to say in Romans 1, 16 to 17, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation. This is why we here as individuals are called to champion. Let people know there is an antidote. There is a virus. And just like the same vaccines we're talking about today, it's a choice. You can choose to receive this vaccine. Or you can choose not to. But I'm letting you know without this vaccine, you will end up in eternal death. I could die of COVID today, but I could still make it into the kingdom of God because I have received the blessing of the divine vaccine, that cure for sin. Do not let this opportunity pass you by. Know that there is no other name under heaven by which you can be saved but the name of Jesus. Why? He's the only one that built antibodies that could cure and could actually vaccinate me against the power of sin. Only he has done that. Nobody else. The Bible lets us know that Jesus is that sacrifice that was once and for all. And so today, we're not sacrificing lambs, but we're called to lay our lives down to follow him. I want to encourage you today to know this for yourself. 
Hallelujah. That it's in him that we are set free. And there's a situation you're going through right now, you need to just plead the blood of Jesus over that situation because there's power in his name, power in the blood of Jesus. Wonder-working power, miraculous power in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why our gospel message will never and must never stray from the power of what he has done on the cross. Never let a day go by, a week go by, that you don't thank him and celebrate the power of what gives us eternal life, the power of what allows us to overcome the flesh, the power as to what allows us to lay hands on the sick and they recover is the work that Jesus Christ fulfilled on the cross. We're told that he took the lashing of one for every disease that we would experience, potentially experience. That he took the shame. He took all of that right in, in the fact he's in the garden and the Bible tells us that he's praying until his sweat becomes like blood because he took it all in so that today we can have freedom and power and grace and know that we have taken authority over sin. This is always going to be our message and we must never get tired of hearing it. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the power of God. No greater power has ever been expressed than what happened on that day. People can blow up bombs, they can set all kind of incendiary devices off, but there's no greater power than that we find in Jesus Christ. And it's his power that gives us power to be the sons and daughters of God. I want to encourage you today, never get tired, never let this become stale. Know that we triumph today because whether a vaccine may work for a disease that is being inoculated against, one thing I know that the disease of sin does not reign in my life because I have been immunized by the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. And today I walk victoriously. Do not let the enemy tell you or discourage you that you are not a new creation. Doesn't matter if you fall down, you have been saved by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Plead the blood and get up again. Put the flesh where it belongs under subjection to the power of the work of Christ. May God bless you today. If you are here listening to this message and you don't know Jesus, he died so that you can be free, that you can walk away, in fact, break free from the bondages of sin, whether it's addiction or whatever it is that you're experiencing, that he can give you new life. Pray this prayer with me if you hear his voice. 
Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying on the cross, for creating the antibody in your blood that would wash my sins away. Come into my heart. Fill me with your love. I repent of my sins and I make you my Lord and Saviour. If you've prayed that prayer today, click the icon and let us know that you've given your life to Christ. Or reach out to someone here at Home Church so that we can help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you too can testify about this power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For those of us who know Jesus, may we find joy each day. One of the things my family love to do is to take Holy Communion every time we have a meal. It reminds us of this work, this wonderful work, this God who left his glory and came and gave and created a vaccine, an antidote to our greatest malfunction and set us free from sin. May God bless you. Live victoriously. Live like you have been immunized. They're talking about a vaccine passport. This is a vaccine passport. Show it. Demonstrate it. Let people know that you have been set free. May God bless you.